It's your host, Charles. And it's Whitney. And today we have a new special guest. Whitney, why don't you get us kicked off? It is my honor to give a very warm welcome to our guest, Eric Espinoza. Eric is a good friend of both mine and Charles. When I think of our friendship with Eric, I think of someone who is a leader. Uh, Eric is a change maker. He is an entrepreneur and an intrapreneur. Um, in terms of his career, he has really just nailed it. Right now, he is a business planning lead, product management, and go-to-market at Microsoft. And Eric, I don't want to steal too much of your thunder, so I'm going to let you introduce yourself to the people. Sure. Uh, well, first of all, thank you, too, for having me here. So I'm from Austin, Texas. Uh, I've been working in tech my entire career, really. Like you mentioned, I'm at Microsoft. Before this, I was at IBM. And then I worked at various startups before this. So what Eric is, is humbly trying to say is he is a man of many, many talents and <laughs> many experiences who's graced the walls of many, of many amazing company. <laughs> well, I got a question for, you know, or not really a question, I guess as much of just um, a statement, but tell us about a past accident or a moment in that past that you feel like shaped you or kind of led you down where you are. I'll put it to you like this. At the beginning, and I think that's a common mistake that everyone makes whenever they're leaving college and trying to establish themselves, that they get so focused on work and it becomes who they are, right? Like it becomes their identity. And that's why I don't like the fact when people are like, so what do you do for a living? It's like, who cares what I do for a living? Ask me like who I am, ask me about my story. Mm -hmm. You know, my job is just a very small snippet of my overall personality and like what, what I have to offer the world. I think mm -hmm. you, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure if you equate your worth and your value to what it is that you do for a living, because that's a fight that you're just going to keep fighting. I had that epiphany during the pandemic. Mm. Whenever I was working, I was working all the time. I was dreaming about work and I was like, this is a horrible way to live. If I once asked one of my friends who's uh, European, like, hey, give me your description of an American. <laughs> and he jokingly said, he was like, well, first of all, you guys never take a lunch. You have a sandwich, a bologna sandwich in front of your computer. Not bologna. Was it we like processed meat, which is don't take actual lunches, you know? And I was like, wow, that's like a. It's it's sad to think that because many. I mean, I had lunch. It's true. Hey, it's true. I can't deny it, you know. And then yep. whenever he said that to me, I was like, man, I wish I wish that wasn't the case, but sometimes it is. And that's fine. That's fine. But that's why I make it even more of a point to whenever I log off, I'm off. Like, don't bother me. I set those boundaries in my team. In fact, I I push them to do that as well. Like my team, my you know, two of my uh, direct reports, they were like not going to take any time off. And she, she's been at the company 25 years. And she was like, yeah, I have all this time up to use. And I said, you know what? I set up a meeting with her. I was like, you're going to take, you're only working three, day a week, uh, three days a week until the end of the year. You're going to use up that time. She's like, I've never done this before in my 25 years. I was like, you're doing it this year. Like, you're going to take time. Even if you are just walking around your neighborhood, whatever it may be, take that time off. Because I'm leading by example. Like, I want them to do it because I do it. It's interesting because, you know, we've talked about this, you know, my partner and I a lot lately. You know, it's not that we feel like we need to be 
lazy or we don't want to work hard. But when we work hard, we're there. We show up. We give 110%. But when we're off, we don't want to feel guilty about taking time. And we want to go out and enjoy and travel and see the world and have these experiences while we're young. And so I, I appreciate that perspective. And I appreciate that you push your team to do the same thing because I think that's where a lot of managers I feel like fall short is setting that example for the team and reminding them that it is okay. You know, it's your time to take it and, and you shouldn't feel bad about doing it. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah, know, I think you nailed it, Charles. I mean, I was going to say the exact same thing. I think the people, some people that I've talked to in my life who struggled to take time off have often hinted at the fact that the manager leads by example. And if you don't see your manager taking that time, it's harder for you to do it. You feel a little bit more guilty when you put that day into whatever your PTO system is. So I think the fact that you are not only doing it, but you are encouraging people who you know, haven't yet hit that comfort level is the mark of a true leader and aligns, honestly, to the intro that I gave for you, uh, the definition of, of what a leader is. I think that's why that saying goes, you know, people don't leave companies, they leave managers. It's true. Uh, because it, it, they have such a impact on your quality of life. Another question I had in mind, and I'll be honest, I think it's something that I am struggling with. I appreciate the fact that you mentioned you really started to realize the importance of this during the pandemic. I don't have the work-life balance that I would like right now, and I haven't yet been able to make that transition from, I'll say, where I was pre-pandemic to where I want to be right now. What is some advice you would give to just kind of snap back into, if they were in a healthy situation before the pandemic, back to that, or to establish a healthy balance that they maybe never seen before? Just the why. Why are you doing that? I mean, why is it that you need feel the need to work nine, 10 hours? Like, who are you proving yourself to? Like you've got the job, you know, you're adding value to the team. Like what more? Like, yes, you, your career is an important part of who you are, but it's not who you are. I keep going back to that. So just remind yourself, like, why does it, you do what you do? And if you respond to yourself and the answer is not what you like, like this is whenever you, you need to start making like changes in your career so that you do feel fulfilled. I'm early enough in my career that I still have years ahead of me left of work. And I think about it sometimes and, and I, I don't want to get, you know, to the other end and, and realize that I didn't take up that new hobby that I wanted to do. I didn't try doing that new thing because I was so busy with work that I never made time for it. It's it's good to know that, you know, you, you've realized it so early on and, and you're setting that good example for your team. I mean, I think it's becoming the norm. I'm hoping it is. Of course, you know, this is technology. We have more luxuries than a lot of industries. But I, let me, I do want to give it to one, get back to one point that uh, Whitney was saying about once you set that precedence, how do you how do you draw back? Like, how is it that you like realigned what other people expect of you? I think at any given point, you can do that, whether or not you think so. I mean, little things like setting your availability on Slack or Teams or you know little things like that, and during meetings, like if you are having stand up meetings or I mean, surely, you know, you have a meeting with your team maybe once a week, like let them know, like, hey, you know what, I, I'm really trying to kind of prioritize some, some things outside of work, like, please only reach me between 9, 9am and 5pm. After that, I, I won't be available, just send me an email. One, you're showing like, putting yourself out there and saying like, 
these are my priorities. This is what's important to me. Whether or not you think it's like these small, these small little things that like actually make your team respect you more. Understand who you are, set your boundaries and set them hard. Let people know what those are because it actually helps you in the long run. No, I would agree. And one thing actually listening to you and Charles speak, a question that came to my head was, life is fluid, things happen. How do you make sure you don't slip back into places of poor boundaries or work exhaustion? What's your marker that lets you know things are getting bad, I'm getting bad. I don't recognize that. I don't recognize who I am. Have you ever been into a cave that's so dark that you can't see your hand waving in front of you? People become delirious and don't know what they're doing because because they can't see themselves or anyone around them. A lot of times you just have to know yourself so much to where you get if you descend ten thousand feet, you can you can still manage your limbs, like how good is you're walking. It, and it, it it comes down to that, just like really, really knowing yourself. Some advice that actually one of our coaches, I think gave me was that like there's four things there's like four key things in life that you need to like really understand you have to constantly like place emphasis on like your mental health your your diet your fitness like how often you work out and your sleep the minute that you that one of those goes off balance that's usually the reason why something's going on in life yeah i love that i think it's i think it's a beautifully said one i guess piece of advice that I want to give and that I try to practice even today is learn to practice grace. Things don't happen immediately, That sometimes you have to be patient. If you for something, it's not what's intended and what's meant for you. In a funny way, life will always kind of steer you in the right direction. And it's just about a matter of you kind of jumping on those opportunities at the right time. Practice grace, practice grace. I think I'm saying that to y'all and I'm saying that to listeners. And I'm trying to do that every single day. One follow-up question I do want to ask that I think ties in nicely is, how are you able to celebrate them? How are you able to be happy with what you've done now and not fall in that trap of just wanting to climb the next you know, rung of the ladder? How do you celebrate? By avoiding moving the goalpost constantly. Like, have your goalpost, what your goal is, get there and then cherish and celebrate it. You don't always have to level up. It's one thing if you do this for yourself, if you're just like ultra competitive fighting against yourself, if that's what makes you happy, so be it. But don't do it for other people. Don't do it for your family. Don't do it for your friends. Like as minorities, that's our biggest problem is like trying to appease and make like our family happy. Whether or not you think of the people who really like love you and really support you, they're going to be there for you. And like, no matter where, where you are in life, you know? Yeah. I really like that. And I think it ties really nicely into your point about grace and giving yourself grace and letting go almost. And sometimes that's when it just works itself out to Whitney's point. It is something that I do have to remind myself of because it is easy to get caught up in that cycle of feeling like you have to keep just climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing. So I, I do really appreciate that. All right. Well, I have a fun, <laughs> just a super random last question for you, my friend. Mm-hmm. What was the last song that you were listening to? Today? Yeah. If you yeah. if you pulled out your, your phone right now and you went to your music library, 
what's on pause? I don't think I listen to music today. Honestly, I think I, I I'm such a nerd. I listen to NPR like nonstop. Um, that that counts. That's fair. If it was NPR, <laughs> <laughs> it was, but I'm trying to think of like uh, like I'm pulling up Spotify and. Um, it's this song with Lionel Richie and Willie Nelson, Easy. I love it. Take it like, it's like, take e- it easy. like easy on a Sunday morning. Yeah. <laughs> that is the most appropriate song for this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. I, I love Chill it. Chill even it. in the music. Seriously. There's a bar from the song. I tried to sing it. My voice was cracking a little bit. So I feel like someone else has to sing to help me out a little bit. I think that should be you, Eric. Give us some yeah. bars. Sunday morning. There you go. Hey. Eric's like, I didn't sign up for, for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you, my friend. I really appreciate you just coming on and telling us a little bit more about your story and what guides you, what motivates you. You had so many amazing points. And honestly, like, I just can't wait to go back and listen to it all again because it's going to be so much fun just pulling it into the, the final episode, just reflecting on some of the points you had to make. I think it's just a powerful message for everybody. So thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you, too. I mean, for, for having me. Uh, it's I love talking to you, too. I mean, you guys are great friends of mine, and uh, i just honored to be on, on, on this podcast with you yeah, thanks for thanks for joining us, Eric. I think um, our listeners are gonna learn a lot from the wisdom that you shared today. I think I've learned a lot. I think what I hope our listeners take from this episode is to go back to the drawing board, right? Look at what you're doing in your life. Are you happy? And uh, if you're not, make some changes. And I don't think any of us can answer the question on what the changes are. I think you did a great job of saying that you need to know yourself. Uh, You need to have your little spinny. You need to check your four things and make sure you're good in those areas. And if you're not good, you know, figure out how to be good. If you've enjoyed hanging out with us today, be sure to subscribe or follow us on your favorite podcast streaming platform. And also follow us on Instagram at Accident Prone Podcast. See you next time. Bye.